Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the BWI live show. Think of it as a watch along during the national championship game. I'm Thomas Frank Carr. Thanks for joining us. We're going to be talking about a, uh, a lot of news coming up from this weekend where Penn State football got a lot of really good news with a uh, lot of returning players. So join us for the BWI live show. Nate Bauer on the BWI Live show. Nate, how are you doing this evening? Technical difficulties. Sorry for the late start, folks. But other than that, I'm great. How are you, Frank? I'm doing great. We're like 30 seconds behind. so no I know, but it feels like a lifetime. My daughter's <laughs> yelling. She wants a, a chocolate bar. Ooh. <laughs> Well, uh, we'll do we'll do our best here to keep things condensed. Can I may may I, may I just explain this real quick, just sure. so that everyone can just have a window into my life right now? I gave her a chocolate bar. I'm such uh-huh. a pushover. She's four years old, and yeah. she wanted a chocolate bar. So I said, "Okay, fine, I'll give you a chocolate bar," but I broke it in half. Right? I I, I save. I'm not going to give her a full Hershey bar right before bedtime so i broke it in half and i handed her one half of the hershey bar and she said i don't want this i want a full hershey bar and literally threw a tantrum to get a full i'm a terrible parent i'm so sorry to everyone watching but i literally i had to give her a full candy bar so so, (laughs) someone weigh in in the comments what do you what do you do they're She's terrorizing me. All right. So we're going to scrap the show. What we're going to doing is we're doing parent therapy. So all the parents in the chat, we're going to discuss how Nate can uh, work with his daughter to find a resolution for everybody. My, I'm doing great, by the way. Like things over here are going awesome. Finally have a studio. Uh, I spent the weekend woodworking. So that was phenomenal. And uh, I, I, uh, I feel like I'm in a spa waiting room right now, except I don't face this way. So I don't see oh, any the, of my new updates. You got the sh- you got the shelves up. You look it looks uh-huh. great. Yeah, and there's I, uh, no there's no mini helmets. No, God no. The only thing in here that it, the, the patron saint of T Frank Fred Jackson will be in the shot. Sure. Other than that, like you know, this is just my stuff. This is who I am behind me. So oh. uh, we're gonna be talking to you in the chat, by the way. So if uh, if you want to get your questions on the show, we appreciate that. We appreciate your conversation. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, you know this off season. We're talking about what you want to talk about. But if you could, and this would be very helpful. Uh, a lot of times in the chat, we get the "Who's the next guy that's gonna sign?" or "Tell us what's up with X player." Uh, we're not gonna be talking about that kind of stuff. If we are. We're coming prepared with that stuff, so you don't need to ask. I would like thoughtful conversations this football season, this offseason, so we can discuss interesting things, what's on your mind about Penn State football. You know I love football theory, things like that. So if you want to bring something to the comment section, uh, appreciate stuff like that. But, you know, if you donate to the channel and uh, you give us one of those sweet little uh, super chats, you know, 
We'll talk about what you ask and we'll give you the best answer we can. Just letting you know what will get a good response and what, what won't get a good response. Also, please like the video. Always appreciated when you like the video and uh, you subscribe to Blue Eyed Illustrated. Help us grow the, to grow what we're doing here so we can bring you more interesting, fun comment uh, content. Okay. One last thing, Nate. We're bringing back the mailbag. And with the mailbag, we're going to do a little bit differently this year. So if you want to get your comments on a mailbag show, which is going to either going to be Wednesday or Friday, so stay tuned with that, probably Wednesday, um, make sure you leave a comment on the podcast on Apple Podcasts. That will get you uh, leave a five-star review with your question. We'll read it on air. Um, again, helping us grow the channel. So, uh, Nate, with that, we have a yep. lot of news to get to. A Penn State roster update. Tell us uh, the big news coming out of this weekend for Penn State football, getting back some players, apparently. Penn State basketball lost to... Per- Was that wrong your, po- wrong show. Point? Wrong uh, show. Man. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it happened during the basketball game last night. So Adisa Isaac uh, announced... I, I guess, right, that he was uh, coming back. He had an Instagram mm-hmm. post, I think a tweet last night on Sunday night uh, saying that he would be back. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, he, he was a guy who it's just it's kind of interesting to me looking at his career trajectory. He flashed really hard in that Indiana game mm-hmm. in 2020, right? Um, he, he just, he showed some things that, uh, you know, were very good, uh, in that game. And then he lost the 2021 season. Um, you know, so, so to be able to, to bounce back from that, uh, and, you know, continue to, to play and have the type of season that he did this season. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's good for him to be able to, to come back and have another season. Nate, I want a candy bar. I want it. Now I want a candy bar. <laughs> this is her first time on the show, right? Can you introduce her to everybody or are you keeping her? Uh, are you keeping I, her I, sh- I shouldn't. I shouldn't. <laughs> okay. She's, she's wonderful. She's a great girl. But anyway, so, we're waiting for mom. Isaac coming back to uh, Penn State. And uh, I I think that this is a really good thing for Penn State football. One of the things I'm interested in is, is this going to create some sort of uh, situation on the roster? Because let's just take a look at what they have coming back for next year, or at least the players that have come up uh, so far this year um, with uh, the snap counts here they have. So Adisa Isaac led the team 505 snaps according to PFF. Chop Robinson next. So Penn State gets its top two pass rushers back. Uh, Nick Tarburton with 384. He's going on, moving on uh, uh, potentially to the NFL. And then, um, you know, deny Dennis Sutton to mean Van overcoming in next. So this allows Penn State, I think one of the major things this does for Penn State is that it allows uh, deny Dennis Sutton to develop at his own rate. That I think is really important because they don't have to elevate uh, a mean Van over or somebody else into that number two role behind. Uh, Adisa, but behind uh, Chop Robinson. So the ability to get those guys uh, kind of worked into the system and get them uh, the ability to play at their pace, I think that's the biggest thing. The ability to play at their own pace. Nate, uh, taking a break. We'll be back here. There he is. Um, The idea that they can get these guys to play at a certain level uh, next year. The ability to get Penn State to have two pass rushers that are uh, quality depth, right? That's a big thing. 
Penn State's able to have two players that uh, can get to the pass rusher. And by the way, Adisa Isaac has a chance to uh, up his draft stock, which I do think is a real thing. So Deny Dennis Sutton doesn't have to be the guy next year. That's the number one thing to me is that you've got young players up and coming. They don't have to be forced into a role. They don't do pegged into a certain situation that they're not maybe ready for yet, or they can be, you can have a three headed monster at uh, the pass rushing defensive end situation. Also, you know, they can still go four deep. They still have four players that I think are players that can uh, impact the pass rusher with Isaac and with uh, a mean van over the other guy. Uh, in the roster where you can go four pass rushers. Zariah Fisher is another guy. So five, maybe even six in certain situations, they've got a long list of players that can contribute, and they've got guys that have proven they can do it. The interesting thing will be, does this put downward pressure on the roster? Because that's a lot of snaps eaten up. Five hundred. I'll put this back up again. 505 snaps is a lot to be on the football field. So uh, does this put any pressure on guys who want to make a move? You've got you've got young players uh, up and coming in the system. Some guys have been jumped on the roster. I think you're going to see this is an area where with, with Isaac coming back, I do believe you might see more movement this offseason. So uh, kind of laying that out for everybody and, and that defensive end situation. The other thing is Adisa Isaac, as you mentioned, coming back, Nate, from that Achilles injury. I'm excited to see what he can be. So a full year removed yeah. of, of the ability to recover. And now this year in the weight room can be a serious building off season that he hasn't had in a long time. Yeah. Cause he wasn't, I mean, he did, he did things during bowl prep last year, mm-hmm. uh, like a few things, but I mean, there were, you know, uh, we talked about this obviously over the off season, it's it's an 18 month injury is what it's considered uh yeah. right and so some of the if you follow his instagram his trainer and you know i don't know if you're gonna call him a, a like a therapist like a team it wasn't it wasn't a team guy that was the point is mm-hmm. it was somebody in brooklyn uh who was doing physical therapy type stuff with him was talking like he showed it last year. It was, hey, this is the difference in in how this healthy ankle looks versus how this unhealthy or recuperating ankle looks. Uh, so yeah, to to, ha- to have another year to to be able to to come back to Penn State and uh, and and take advantage of of actually being right to to feel good the whole year to not have doubt in that ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's big. Uh, I want to give Jim says chop didn't start early in the year either. I'll one up you. He didn't start at all this season. That was Nick Tarbert. Nick Tarbert started every single game. Now uh, let's not pretend that we didn't see what we just saw of chop. Robinson was the starter, but technically they gave that kind of, you know, in the Micah Parsons situation in 2018 where he wasn't the starter, but he, he had the most tackles and snaps. Um, Steven here in the chat says, am I the only one worried about missing out of the defensive tackle position? Just don't know how you miss out on top high school players and portal players. And that brings us to our next player. Devon Ellis is back with the Nittany Lions. That was uh, announced today. I don't know that I've seen an official announcement from him yet, but uh, he is coming back uh, per, you know, sources and everything. And it's, it, it, he will be a part of the roster next season. Defensive tackle how does this affect them? Can he be the guy at that position? And are you as concerned as I believe it was Steve in the chat about Penn state's ability to field a complete defensive line, given the portal struggles so far? 
Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I, look, like I, I think that certainly part of the nature of college football is replacing players who seem to be irreplaceable in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like PJ Mustafer is larger than life in a n- number of ways. And so to, to move forward post PJ Mustafer without an obvious, like Devon Lee's, uh played a ton of football, has yep. played a ton of football, will continue to play a ton of football. So so that's that's important. Um, but yeah, it's not there isn't that natural progression of hey, this like plug and play. It's not yep. it's not a plug and play situation. Yeah. Uh so you know it just it just seems to me like I you know I don't know. It's 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 one of those things where they talk about uh certain body types not growing on trees, right? Yep. Yep. That's PJ. That's PJ. And <laughs> yeah. they've had him, they've had him for so long and saying great, you know, obviously he got hurt and when he got hurt, it was noticeable. Yeah. Right. Like when, when he missed the last half of the 2021 season. So yeah, to, to have had him all this year and to have been as steady as he was and then not have that next season. Yeah. I, 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 I think concern is warranted for that yeah. position. So I go back and forth on this in in terms of Manny Diaz's defense and, and the way that they they're all over the place, right? So they slant, they stunt, they move on every play. And PJ, I don't want to undercut what you just said because it's all correct. You know, PJ must for his impact on the team is massive, uh, whether he's playing or not, and he's better when he's playing. But he wasn't the same guy in 2022 as he was yep. in 2021. So that situation and and replacing PJ Mustafer on the field, like his production, is not necessarily a mountain to climb. But to you know, you have one less of him, right? So you have one less good defensive tackle who has a very specific skill, being that one technique. And uh, yeah, you you need another one of those guys, but it, it just seems like. They uh, they've been able to get through and I'm trying to like piece this together in my mind. They've been able to make it work without a dominant one tech for so long that it's kind of like they'll find a solution on the roster. But we're not talking about finding a solution. We're talking about uh, moving forward, improving the position. And Devon Ellie's coming back is great for depth and great for that. But, you know, they're I do believe they're looking for a top line starter, somebody to come in and whether they'll say they won't say that outright, but they are screaming for a guy either on the roster or through the portal to come through and and take that role. And I think also improve upon it. Uh, I love we got to get to a couple things in the chat here quickly and then we got to get to something else. Big uh, Big Ten Spirit says national championship. I'd rather be watching this. But the Penn State crazies are going to be here with us no matter what. And I appreciate you guys. Like I said, it's just a watch along party. So you can watch Georgia win another championship. Scott says, <laughs> first time ever catching this live. Thanks to T Frank for explaining to this old fogey how to do so. Always appreciate that. If you're self identifying as an old fogey, cool. But nobody's old here. Everyone is just the age they're supposed to be. Love the show. Keep up the great content. Appreciate you. Um, Alex. We got our community back. Alex is back at class. Great to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Enjoy the show. We appreciate you being here. If uh, you got a question, throw it in the in the chat. We'll keep you updated. Uh, Touchdown TC. Look at that. So uh, Bryce Effner. It's not mm-hmm. all good news for Penn State football. Bryce Effner stepping away from the game um, is how it was phrased in in his statement. So two pieces of good news. 
one maybe not so good news, but what is the impact of Bryce Efner not coming back in your mind? Um, you know, is it, is he the vision of what Penn state would describe as like an elite level offensive lineman? Probably not, but is he like a very valuable integral part of what they do based on his versatility, based on uh, the experience that he has, like they would take Bryce Effner back in a heartbeat. They, yeah. Penn state would have loved to have had him back. Um, and, and you know, like it's, it's going to be a loss. It, it is a loss to not have that experience back to not have again, that versatility. Um, it's, it, it you know, it, it is, uh, it's one of those things where I think it's run blocking versatility. I'll take it. I'll take his ability to move people. I mean, he, that right side of the offensive line in short yardage, he was money. He and Sal yeah. Wormley were great in those situations. And I don't think he gets enough credit because he looks like he's playing basketball out there. Cause he's so thin for an offensive lineman. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, just given the way that his career went, it was, it was yeah. kind of a, a constant state of filling in for someone else. Right. Yes. It was never, yep. it was never just a, so our perception is shaded by that. I think that like it, it wasn't as though he outright won a job and was like this, this natural, uh, you know, ascension, I guess, into mm -hmm. a starting role that he held down for three years, but he, he ended up starting a ton of games. Like he ended up playing a ton of football for Penn state through his career. But the backside of that, if you're Bryce Efner is, you know, like, like I said, I talked about it with Nick Tarburton is, playing college football is a grind and it, it is pe people have a hard time understanding. I think from the outside, uh, you know, 23 year old guys, like they, they just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> they don't like <laughs> right. by and large, unless, yeah. unless there is something on the other side of it, some obvious, you know, you just, you really have to be committed to it. And yeah, uh, a, a decent Isaac, him. a decent Isaac is coming back because he believes he can, up his NFL draft stock. He has the, the skills of a player that can go to the NFL. Bryce Efner, you know, like the, yeah. the what the, is basically what you're saying is like, is there an incentive for him to continue other than the love of the game of football, which he just won a Rose bowl. If you're going to be a college player going out on top it is that it's harder to do than that. Other than if you're playing tonight, right? Yeah. Is that a fair yeah. way to put that? Yeah, very much so. Well, before we get to some of the other downer news and some of the other the other half of our topic today, let's take a break and talk about Rogue Shop, the sponsor of Monday's show. So if you're frustrated and you're worried about NIL, I see some people in, in the chat already beating us to the punch talking about NIL and the transfer portal and all that stuff. Um, if that gives you anxiety or if you just have anxiety, like this is the thing. A thing doesn't give you anxiety. It probably you just you have it and it manifests and bubbles out in certain ways. Um, if that's something that you struggle with, if you struggle with uh, chronic pain, if you struggle with inflammation, all of these things are things that lessen your experience in life. And why would you go through life that way? Rogueshop.com, natural holistic medicine, uh, cannabis farmers, Mr. Rogue and his wife, Shar, they do small batch uh, products that are all of the highest quality lab quality and uh, they grow everything that goes into their stuff so you know that it's it, it's trustworthy and it's something that you can uh, you can use and feel safe and secure about and you know 
we I personally use the products myself, so I can vouch for it. Use promo code BWI for 10% off when you go to rogueshop.com. That's R-O-G-U-E shop.com. And uh, use the promo code so they know you're coming from the live show. From here, from BWI, from the Daily Edition, and you get 10% off, so everybody wins. And you can help improve your life, which is something that I am all about, Nate. I'm all about improving your life and the quality of life. I was in a dungeon for football season. I had 10 minutes to breathe, and all of a sudden, I did some woodworking, and we have we have a, a much nicer shot. Much, much cleaner, much more more substantial thing behind me. But the, but the work was still for the show. I <laughs> I think that's a tax write-off. I think that's a business expense. <laughs> there you go. By the there way, go. Uh, this was 25 bucks from Facebook Marketplace and then some oh, sweat wow. equity with a sander. So oh, wow. that was fun. Yeah, and I, I actually went all out. I bought a table saw, uh, a portable one, but I bought a table saw. Yeah, we're getting into woodworking. You'll know that I'm serious when you see the coffee Buddy, table. I respect it. I respect it. Anybody that can do things to uh improve the quality of their home has my admiration as someone who uh well i did put this wall together yeah it's inspired by that nate you are an inspiration to not just the people that you see in the la coffee shops but uh, also to me yeah um i appreciate that the uh, the other side of this conversation the not so good side is obviously the transfer portal not a great day for penn state football Branson Dean, a quality prospect. Penn State played him this year. They need a defensive tackle. Talk about a, a plug-and-play top-line starter. He's going to Miami. Uh, Devon Sears, who was here for a visit this weekend. Uh, he's committing to Oklahoma. And then, of course, Dante Thornton. I think everyone saw that one coming, but still officially from Oregon to Tennessee, not even going to visit Penn State. So what's going on, Nate? It, Penn State is retaining all of their players, or I shouldn't say all of, but, you know, key players, Olafishanu, mm-hmm. Caden Wallace, Adisa Isaac, they're all coming back to this team. There's clearly yeah. a, 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 a feeling of camaraderie and things like that here uh, with this team. And yet they can't seem to get anyone uh, through the transfer portal. So what's going on? That. <laughs> like- I should, you're, you're right. I shouldn't say can't get anybody. That was me shortcut with, with stammering. They're struggling to fill the roles specifically that they're out to find. Um, so I, what's going on? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's fair. I think that Storm Duck represents Penn State's approach to this, which is that they want to get better, but not at the expense of, I, I mean, quite literally expense, right? Mm-hmm. A, a financial expense, but then also the chemistry and character of the locker room. And so mm-hmm. I, I just look, I, I do think that there is a purposeful approach to all of this. And I'm, and I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say like, Oh, they didn't Penn state didn't want those guys, right? Like Penn state uh, wasn't interested in those guys. Obviously if they offered uh, they, they showed an interest and in and that was, those were players that Penn state was interested in bringing into the program. It's just mm-hmm. a question of what's the what's the level of fit and to what extent is Penn State going to go? Because I, I'm not saying anything that people don't know here. Uh, Penn State is, I think, deeply uncomfortable with the notion of overpaying mm-hmm. through NIL means for mm-hmm. a player who may or may not be an upgrade in talent over... Mm-hmm 
other players who are already on the on the roster. They they it like uh, guys like Mitch it? Tinsley make sense. Guys can, like can, can I ask yeah, a go ahead. pointed question about this? You yeah. you talked about a couple weeks ago when we and I'm I gotta do it. I gotta do it. We brought this up a couple weeks ago when you had one of your NIL updates of uh, you don't want to create locker room problems. And, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what you just outlined of paying more for somebody when they might not. Is that is that what we're talking about here of needing to pay people through the transfer portal in order to secure their um, secure their their services while also saying you're not going to be a starter like we're not going to guarantee you a starting spot. Yeah, I, I mean, I problems think- that way. I think all of those things are. I don't know if I'm going to use this correctly, but like third rails for Penn State, for Penn State football, <laughs> they just they're not they're not. It is something to be cognizant of and to try to avoid as best as you possibly can. They want to be a developmental program. They want to be right. a program that that brings in freshmen and or JUCOs and develops them and gives them an, a natural kind of trajectory. And then when there are holes to fill where you can upgrade a position because someone is interested, it's a mutually beneficial proposition for, for both Penn state and for the players seeking a one year shot, right? That Then that situation makes sense. Yeah. When it is, Hey, uh, I want certain guarantees. I want to go to the highest bidder and I'm maximizing my NIL, NIL value for this one specific season. I think that becomes a problem for Penn State. I think I think the I think the Penn State has an objection from a fairness perspective. It's it's not just upending the locker room and risking people right. It's like, not a it's not a, a question of can they. It's institutionally do they want to is what you're saying, right? Right. But yeah, for sure. Um, and, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that Penn state is against playing the game and that Penn state is rejecting doing, um, you know, being involved in the transfer portal in the first place. They, uh, you've seen it, you've seen what they've done so far. Uh, it's just a matter of, I think it's becoming more difficult in the national landscape based on the programs that you just saw <laughs> like the programs <laughs> that you just saw are doing things that you mean are these different. ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those are the ones, uh, specifically those first two. I, I don't know Oklahoma's situation, uh, as well, but yeah, when it, when it comes to Miami, when it comes to Tennessee and you know, Godspeed, God bless them. They're, they're doing things that are not illegal in the sport. Right, but it's just not a model that I think Penn State is going to embrace. Yeah, so it's not about, uh, and this is the middle ground. I think that it sounds like you're you're, you're landing in. Penn State is willing to and wants to uh, endorse players through NIL means. You wrote a story about Bo Perbula getting a Tesla through an NIL sponsorship, and uh, check that out, BlueWhiteIllustrated.com. I'm paraphrasing it makes it sound like he just got a tesla i'm sure there's other things that are going on he wore Um, a t-shirt the car has the company's logo on it it's there's stuff there yeah yeah if on three wants to get me a tesla i will i you can put it on the windshield on three in the middle i will drive around (laughs) a tesla that is on three wherever you want it uh so yeah that's not a problem but like to the to the point they're willing to play the game but they're not it, it doesn't sound like they're going to 
go to the lengths of other schools to secure a transfer portal player that may or may not be what they want in the end. Like, you know, they may not be the final piece because how many players are, you know, elite for a shortcut word. Is that a fair way to say, is that a fair way to kind of nutshell that they're, they're going to play the game, but they're not going to those lengths. Yeah. I, th- I think that's, I think that's fair. I, I don't, I, again, I mean, I just, I don't think that Penn state is willing to wildly overspend. Right. Right. To, to disrupt the market, to just throw whatever, to pull out all stops. It's just, and, and James Franklin has talked about that. Like, it's just not how they operate. It, it is just, they don't, they're not going to promise certain rep counts and certain stats and right. It's just because how can they, what, you know, if a guy comes in and is not demonstrating himself to be better than his competitors at the position, yeah. how, how do you, because then you're going to lose the guys who you actually invested in in the first place. Yeah. Right. You're going to, you're going to lose the players that. So it's, it's just, and, and NIL is like the latest complication of that reality, but this was going on beforehand. I mean, right. The transfer portal is not a new thing at this right. point. Um, these, these are things and considerations that Penn state has had to make over the last three or four years that are just, they're just always out there. Um, and I, I also do think that there's an element that maybe isn't being, given enough credence right now which is like the transfer portal is not over (laughs) you you beat me to the punch i was just gonna say is this a a reason for pessimism or we saw chop robinson come through the spring is this just give it some time be patient with it Uh, both both Mm -hmm. like in in some circumstances i think it's oh well you're just gonna have to ride with who you have look uh you saw it with middle linebacker last year, right? Yeah. Uh, that was something that Penn state is going to keep its eyes open and is going to continue to pursue or was going to continue to pursue last year. And then it, at some point it just became, Hey, this, this isn't working out. We're going to ride with the guys that we have and develop them and invest and so on and so forth to, to make sure that they're prepared for that moment. Um, it's just going to be interesting. It's just going to be interesting to see, how they feel about all like, I mean, I think it's fairly obvious at this point that they, like Penn state needs a receiver. Right? <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, and yes, they got one uh, after the Rose bowl, but uh, they need a defensive tackle bad too, which is why today was particularly, I think disappointing in, in terms of just the options are dwindling right now. And a lot of right. those top guys that have the talent have come through the portal already. So now you're waiting on fate through the next process, right? So uh, some situation changing, and I shouldn't make it sound like it's some destiny or it has to be the, you know, but you know, the, the guys that made sense to transfer that had the profile they're looking for, those guys got, it feels like those guys have snapped up pretty quickly. And I haven't gone, I haven't gone through every defensive tackle on the portal, but it does feel like that well is running dry very quickly. And I think it is a, highlight that need for next fall, despite the fact I was wishy-washy about it earlier, like to improve and have answers at every position. Yeah. Uh, that is a necessary thing. Um, something I want to get to later in the week. Uh, we're not going to do it today because kind of like Calvin Johnson, we're going to go out on top. We're going to, we're having a great show. Do you need an elite quarterback? Because uh, it's Max Duggan versus Stetson Bennett tonight. 
So does Drew Aller need to be an elite quarterback for Penn State to get to the national championship or in the college football playoff next year? Just some food for thought. We'll uh, mm. see how this game plays out, and uh, we'll discuss that and more later this week on the BWI Daily Edition. Nate Bauer, appreciate you uh, fighting through adversity to be here today. <laughs> I, I, I perpetually love you and appreciate you, my guy. So thank you. I, I think everyone's going to bed. We'll see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you get over there, be dad, and find out. That'll do it today for the BWI Daily Edition. Thomas Frank Carr, that's Nate Bauer. The recruiting show coming up tomorrow, Transfer Portal Recruiting, all that stuff. Junior days are up on the way. And don't forget, I got to pull this music down because I, this is important. Make sure for our podcast listeners, if you want to get your questions on the show, we're doing the mailbag this week. Five-star review plus your question gets your question on air for the mailbag show. Okay. Now we can get going. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.